Yo, 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 look at that. It's another Tuesday night in the DMV, and we are Wings, Beers, and Tears. Let's get right to it this evening from the Wings, Beers, and Tears studio, Montgomery County, Maryland. With our with our fellas here, we have Mr. Jerry. How are you, sir? We have a live studio audience. Tonight. We do. It is fucking packed cool in here. Thing. Yes, yes. That is not piped in noise, ladies and gentlemen. This this is the real deal right here. Groupies are the next step. I've told you it's I happening. I know. You're goddamn right it is. Jeremy, how are you this evening, sir? I'm, I'm psyched to have the live studio, studio audience. This is a new, new, very new, awesome thing. <laughs> that is the most energetic Jeremy's been. In. He's fired up, folks. Yeah. It's going to get lively Since this evening. Since we talked about Furlat. That's right. <laughs> yeah, referee talk gets uh, gets Jeremy a boner over there. Um, other than that, <laughs> I don't know what else does. Uh, I don't want to know. Um, so we're going to get right to it this evening, and we are going to be- basically be all football tonight. And we're going to start with our NFL um, recaps, previews, and goddamn if we're not still on the Trent Williams saga. And fortunately, it's not much of a saga anymore. It's just kind of like muddled in this uh, in-between. Turd. Yeah, <laughs> pretty well said, actually. Um, I have no idea what's going on with him. Our predictions last week, I thought, I thought he was going to be gone two weeks ago. I was praying last week he'd be gone, but then I predicted he'd be on the field, and obviously none of that has come true. Um, so we're basically back to square one. It's still a money issue. They're still pretty far apart. Um, and for better or worse, he's one of many players under contract in the NFL that are basically drawing the line in the sand and saying, fuck you, I'm not playing under these terms. So, unfortunately, we're still there. Well, I'm praying that he's traded pretty much every oh, day. Every day, dude. I mean, if they could get a first-round draft pick it's for not, him, not he's gone. So, far. so I, I said a couple weeks ago, the longer this goes, the value decreases, unless there is a significant injury from a contender who's obviously going to salivate over a tackle. I still stand by that. So the longer this goes and the healthier other teams stay, the Redskins, uh, they're really not going to get much in return. Well, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think the closer we get to the regular season, the more teams will be desperate. I think, I think in the last week of the season, I mean, why would you trade for Trent Williams at week four when you could have him now and by week four he's playing full gear? I think, I think if he's going to be traded, it's going to be – either before the fourth preseason game or right after it, right before the regular season. But but you don't think that the timing of that has anything to do with the return that's potentially on the table? I think they're, they're not going to trade him if they don't get at least a first-round draft pick. They're just so they'd rather gonna... get nothing and him just not play? Yes, because you're not just talking about Trent Williams. If you give him away for nothing, let's say, let's say the only offer you have is a third-round pick and you say, and the team says, well, we got to get something, right? Now you are opening the door every year to somebody who's disgruntled. Next year's Josh Norman. Next year, the year after that is somebody else. Every year, someone's going to say, "All I have to do is hold out, and I'll get what I want." Hmm, it's fair. You, you can't do that. You are can't. You, op- you can't do business like that. Don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> That's exactly. What I am say. saying. You tell. I mean, I, I'm assuming. I mean, nobody's saying anything, which makes 
which That's is true. optimistic, right? But uh, <laughs> I that, guess it's just so dumb. Well, it's so right. childish. Well, I mean, they're not doing a Scott McLuhan thing where he's out the door and they're just trashing him through their media types, right? No, no, no Scott was, McLuhan was just trashed. <laughs> he wasn't trashing anybody. He was just no, 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 no. All no the time. They were trashing. I know. McLuhan. I know. I know. I'm not joking. Anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> you get this topic gets you all fired well, up because it's business. So I, uh-huh. I, I think you can't. You can't allow players to do this to you. You have to set an example. Otherwise, you're just, like I said, you're setting up every year for somebody holding out. So what you do is you, you just hold him out. You're set. You got your roster set. You got Donald Penn. He's going to play. So Trent Williams, if I don't get a first-round pick, and I'm sure you, I hope the Redskins, Jeremy, are telling every team out there, I need a one and something to go with it. Or don't talk to me. And if you don't get it, you don't trade him. Let him hold out. And lose all of his money. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that's exactly where they are. I think the market essentially has been set. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Now, to Todd's point, though, if someone you know big time goes down, the price will go up. Oh, for and sure. I think the price now is not bad. It's just nobody's jumped at it yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that you know what Jerry said about before week one is is one you know milestone. Another one is week eight, right? You got if you join the team by week eight, you get your year. Like Dwayne, yeah, it's a best yeah, Brown, type yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwayne Good Brown call. did that last year. Right. They traded him immediately after he came back to the team. So I think that's something that would be on the table as well. Hmm. That's a good point. And you made the point last week. I mean, he's at, even in his current deal, he's pulling in something like seven hundred thousand dollars a game. You know, how can you afford not to play? If you know, inv- I mean, if he's invested well, I guess so. But everybody so. talks about Le'Veon Bell. What did he really gain from it? He I lost all that, that money. Dumb. Yeah, I mean, he lost all that money, and he got a deal. He would have gotten had he played. Right. I, don't, I don't understand. And he, and he went from a well-run, uh, winning organization to the fucking Jets. <laughs> so right. The joke was on him on that right, one. Right. I think he was the big loser in that but one. But, I mean, if this were the Ravens, right? If this were the Ravens and one of their marquee veterans, I don't know who that would be, but someone who's one of the best players, if it would have been Ray Lewis at the time. or so, Not that Ray Lewis would have Or let's done say, it. you know, more recently, like a Suggs or something. Like a like Suggs that. in his yeah. prime, not right. like ancient no, no. Suggs, sure, right? Sure, And he said... I don't like my contract anymore, so I'm not coming. You think the Ravens would cave in not and give an aging player who plays a quarter of the season top three money? Of course they wouldn't. No. They would hold out. You think they they wouldn't cave in, and everybody would applaud them for it. If Bill Belichick sure. did the exact same thing, everybody would applaud him for it. But since it's the Redskins, they're dumbasses. They get no benefit of the doubt, and I don't blame them. I was going to say they shouldn't get the benefit but, of the doubt. But they are dumbasses. They're handling this perfectly, mm-hmm. even if he sits out. I don't disagree with that. half the season. They they're handling it perfectly because mm-hmm. they're showing, sure. they're telling their own players, "We're not going to cave into this bullshit." Right. You sign right. a contract, play for your contract. Right. I'll say it again. They haven't screwed it up yet. Yet. And I'll take it yet. right now. I mean, they'll probably screw it up. Yeah. Watch <laughs> them trade them for like a fourth round pick. Hence yet. <laughs> It's, it's inevitable that, that that this is not going to end well just because of the track record that the organization has. And again, it's not fair in this particular case, but it doesn't matter because they screwed up every single time. So you have to assume something's going to go wrong. They don't in the past two or three years they haven't screwed up stuff off the on the field, but off the field they're just the fucking assholes. Well, and you, nobody you, likes them. Well, you said it. They're just a very unlikable organization. And nobody you, likes Dan no, Snyder. No. Nobody likes Bruce Allen. They're not nice to anybody. They don't treat people with respect. They don't treat the media with respect. No, but 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 to counteract that, everybody hates Jerry Jones. Everybody hates the Dallas Cowboys. See, Yet I, they they fill up that stadium. I every think he's week. affable. He talks to the media. <laughs> When's the last time Dan Snyder has ever talked? You think to the media? Jerry Jones is affable? 
I think he's he's media friendly. He's on there every other day. <laughs> I think so. Well, compared to Snyder, but I don't know how much. I mean, I'd Snyder say. gives this one yeah. press conference a year where he sits in his backyard overlooking the Potomac, and they yeah, ask, that's true. You know, they ask his assistants if it's okay to ask this question. That's not likable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a douche. Yeah. And you know, and also, I mean, Jones does. I guess have he's a not going to be on the podcast. <laughs> Damn it, we lost him. You know, actually, I actually don't want him. Yeah. Bruce yeah. Allen maybe because I make fun of him. Snyder's not even worth <laughs> but it. But Jerry Jones, he is on. He's on the radio every day. Right. He's taking questions. He loves it. Right. They ask him every day about. Well, Zeke. he's a narcissist. Well, of I course mean, he, he is. But know. at least he comes off as sure. You can approach him and say, "Hey, Jerry, can I ask you a couple questions?" And not be assaulted by a, a team of security guards. Sure. sure. Right. Sure. Same with Bruce. Same with Bruce Allen. Right. You know, he's they're just. Ah, so bottom line, the Redskins obviously are not a likable organization and they're in a shitty situation with Trent. But, you know, turning to who they do have on the field, and I'm actually going to give a real Redskins prediction today, not my pessimistic, you know, punt it and go eight and eight crap that I always say. They're not the same thing. <laughs> uh, pretty much they are. Um, no, but I, I actually do think this, the, the season's going to go down a couple little different meandering paths. I think they're going to give us a little bit of hope from time to time. Uh, depending on how some dominoes fall. But <laughs> we talked about this weeks ago. Sure enough, Colt McCoy, day one, first on the depth chart. Three, four weeks later, yeah, Colt's still not like, is he even walking around? I mean, his leg is all fucked up still. I, mean, I do think he's upright, but that's about <laughs> the most positive thing I'll say. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's like <laughs> when Jay Gruden comes Sorry. out and publicly praises a player, it's the death knell of the career of that player. It is. It is. I mean, think about it. last year. Well, every year it's Colt. Colt looks great. Colt sucks. <laughs> right? Colt sucks, and now he's not healthy. Right. But every year, Colt, Colt can run us off. It's, we have complete confidence in Colt. What the fuck are you talking he about? He looks great. He's just hurt. If Colt <laughs> McCoy comes in the game, I'm turning the TV off. Right? Now, and then it was Trey Quinn. Trey Quinn's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. He gets hurt. We don't see him. Hey, he's not going to play Thursday. By I know. He might, might be ready for week one. <laughs> Shockingly. Right, so he's got all this potential. He's going to dominate. We never see him. Same with McLaren so far. Right, all we hear about is this okay. Myth. So what's the deal with that dude? He he's hurt his hurt, tailbone. He hurt his tailbone. Um, Jesus right? Christ! The, the practice right after game one, um, good catch. I think somebody took his legs out, landed right on his ass. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, why us? Why? Well, because <laughs> because he, everybody shines when nobody's watching them. Then you get all excited, and then they they either don't play or they're like Josh Stockson, right? And then Which he's another called? anomaly. What the hell's that guy? Samaji Pirine. Oh, yeah. Pirine. All preseason long. He's looking really good. He guy's a bowl of shit, dude. He's fat. He looks like Jeremy running the ball. Not that you're fat. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yes, I, I, I probably should have paused in between. He looks fat. <laughs> it looks like Jeremy running the ball because it was two separate <laughs> it thoughts. It was a non sequitur, really. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I can run into the back of a lineman just as well as he can. <laughs> but I don't understand like why. If Jay Gruden comes out and publicly says, this guy looks really good. That means he's fu- we're fucked because he that kid's never. No, you're right. It's definitely the kiss of death. It's the uh, you know we like our guys. You know they're gonna they're, they're doing great things. Every time he says Chris even, Thompson's healthy, I know he's out for three you, weeks. You, you know he's done. Um, so you know again, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna Can be. We talk about the caps. We 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 will eventually. We will eventually. <laughs> Is BAJ this weekend? That's an inside <laughs> joke for you. Uh, yes. Yeah, going back a few weeks on that one. Um, no, so so the Skins are definitely the antithesis of the other team up the Beltway, the Ravens, who are looked upon so positively for good reason. They're just so well run. They're so consistent. And I am very intrigued to see what happens week one 
with this offense and how they're going to roll everything out. And I'm crossing my fingers that they're going to be smart with Jackson and they're not going to be as dynamic as they say they're going to be because I'm afraid the more trick plays they pull out, the more he, he's actually going to be in harm's way. Um, and if he can make some plays from the pocket and if he can force some defenses to be a little honest, the, the trickery is going to work itself out. Um, but I am I am intrigued to see what happens there. That is a tough division, like I talked about. Though, oh, yeah, that's I, a real I, tough division. I mean, that that might be you might have three legit teams, and they're all battling it out to go nine and seven to win the division, just depending on how you know who beats whom and everything else. So, you know, I, I, I definitely want them to do well. Um, uh, I'm definitely envious of the way that they're run, uh, but I'm still a bit skeptical on on how they roll this offense out. Well, I'm a little worried, you know, same as you about about you know Jackson's health because you're even already hearing shades of RG three. Like he needs to do, you know get down quicker, yep, slide more, correct. And even in the you know the one preseason game he's played, I think he only played in one game. Um, he's trying to oh, I can duck my head and get the extra three yards. Well, in the preseason that might be okay, but a guy's not going to mind taking fifteen to take you out in the regular season. Sure, you, you got to be careful with that yes. stuff, and I, I really like that kid, and I, I, I'm, I'm excited like you are to see what they can do. Yeah, yeah. Now it's well said about you know being cautious with him. I think he's bigger and smarter than RG three in terms. Of, oh, I think and so he too. Has the ability to slide, but yeah, you're right. I mean, what they're one hit away from being terrible. Well, right. I mean, on again, offense, when I you mean, have RG three as your backup, <clears throat> that guy could play like seven plays without getting well, injured. I, no, RG three is in the Colt McCoy camp, as far as I'm concerned. You know, oh, he's yeah. he's yeah. forever hurt. I don't, I don't think he's actually going to be physically ready. So you're basically you're one hit away from seeing Trace McSorley play. But I think the Ravens do it right. I mean, they have. How, I mean, they put. I think in last year's draft, they drafted the Hunter. I think his name's Hayden Hurst or something like that in the first round, tight end. And then turn around a second or third round draft Mark Andrews tight end. It's kind of like wow, why are you drafting two tight ends that high? But they both use them. They're both great intermediate because mm-hmm. you know Lamar Jackson's not going to go out and do a Tom Brady and scan the field and hit the fourth option. Right, right. right. He's got two guys and run. That's yep. basically what he does. Yep. One of them is going to be a tight end. But they they drafted Hollywood Brown and he mm-hmm. can stretch the field. Yes, he can. So. You know, Jackson can throw it deep. Well, again, they do. They've done a really good job going back decades now of drafting to their schemes and and to where their personnel voids are. They've yeah. always done that. You and know, they always just get tough guys on they defense. Do. They do. Like like you said, they they lose. You know, a who's who of, of linebackers and safeties, and then you look at their roster and you go, damn, they're pretty good. Well, they, they got to replace. Yeah, them. they. Yeah. I loved Eric Weddle. I thought he's awesome. Oh, he's I mean, a beast. He's, he looks like a homeless guy on three fifty five, but <laughs> he can play. But I think I saw him there yesterday. Yeah, he's like carrying a fish chip sign. <laughs> yeah, right on. But no, he's know, a badass. Yeah, then they get better there. Yep. They yep. get uh, who's the guy from Seattle, the Legion of Doom guy. Anyway, they got him. I'm sure he's going to be amazing because yeah. he plays in Baltimore. But I can't wait to see them play Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And Mayfield and all that trash talking. I mean that that's going to be a battle. That's and Pittsburgh. Great. That's what I mean. That division is really is really uh, beefing up to be one of the more intriguing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not a a fan of any specific team, you're going to tune in on Sundays and go, I want to see Cleveland and Pittsburgh beat the shit out of each other because it's going to be very entertaining. I always watch Baltimore and Pittsburgh just mm-hmm. because. Of oh the, yeah, just because of the blue collar. Oh, it's a bloodbath. I mean, it's a bloodbath, right? That was always fun. Oh, absolutely. You I know, couldn't agree more. Like seven first downs total, mm-hmm. like in a quarter. <laughs> a bunch of punts, a bunch of blood. It's awesome. <laughs> it is great. It is great. Passionate fan bases too. Yeah. You know, 
a, a little bit better atmosphere than FedEx Field, if uh, I do say so myself. That doesn't help either. That was the worst stadium oh, in all of sports. Just a concrete shithole that place is. Can they move just, to Audi Field? Would that be possible? <laughs> seriously. Uh, they'd be hard-pressed to sell that place out. It would look better. <laughs> yeah, it would look better. It would look better. So speaking of Pittsburgh, and Jerry and I were talking about this upstairs, here's another example of an organization that I am not a fan of. I actually hate most Pittsburgh sports, but I respect the hell out of the Steelers. I, I love Tom- Sidney Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Tomlin is fantastic. Uh, I think they're well-run. And here's another example of Antonio Brown at the top of his game, You know, top wide receiver for years on end. They show him the door the second he... You know, shows cracks in the in the in his uh, feet. In his feet. That good point. And the, uh, you know, as soon as there is a rift there, you know, it's not worth it to them. And they say, "See you later." And now he's a fucking head case out in Oakland. Oh, what and a whack job! He's yeah. crazy. Apparently, I, I guess the saga is over. He did put on a helmet today that wasn't his old one, and actually practiced. So that's breaking news, folks. The saga, <laughs> the saga is the it, it, there's a delay. It's not over. Oh, something else not. will happen now. Well, Mayock will screw something up because that guy, he's so abrasive. Um, that organization's hilarious. We talk about how dysfunctional the skins are. I'm kind of glad Oakland's on uh, hard it, knocks because they're equally as dysfunctional. It's, it's of the same ilk. It is. It know? is. No um, shocker the brothers are coaches. Exactly. You know? exactly. They're spitting image of one another. Don't get me started on Jay Gruden. If it, he's Oh, please get started on Jay. That guy is you guys, below average. You guys going for uh, drinks at Quincy's he's tomorrow, Jerry? below <laughs> average as a coach. I don't know why they – well, whatever. I don't know why they brought him back. I've said that every week. I don't – So it's interesting. You said something early on that he reminds you a little of Holgerson last year at WVU and that he's a lame duck coach. Everybody knows he's a lame duck coach, including himself. It's like, why? Why delay the inevitable? Because all you're doing is preventing yourself from starting, whether it's a rebuild or a new regime or whatever you want to call it. And it's so frustrating as a fan because you're going – even if we even if we win a few games, who cares? Everybody know? knows they're. I mean, first of all, they're going to win five games, maybe five, five, four, five, four to six games is what they're going to win. They're not going to make the playoffs. If they brought Trent Williams back, still wouldn't make the playoffs. Still wouldn't win more than four or six uh, games. And it's I don't know how many times you can prove that he's not the worst. I mean, he's not like Jim Zorn bad, right? He's <laughs> he's he's got a degree of competence, but I don't know what more you need to see that he never tailors his personnel to his scheme or his scheme to his personnel. We belabored this point with yeah, him. I, I've gone so on and I've on seen, about I've seen I mean there's there's in every preseason's a clusterfuck. Yep. They don't they look terrible. They don't spend any time trying to he do could anything. not be more disinterested in preseason football. Right. I mean it's and, like and so so we we have discussed this and this has been the league wide discussion now for years. What do you do with the preseason games? Even up to two or three years ago, preseason game number three was considered by most to be the dress rehearsal. You would play your starters sometimes even into the third quarter. Do you know how few starting quarterbacks are actually going to play in the third preseason game? If Case Keenum plays more than a quarter, I'll be surprised. And he's he's taken what fucking ten snaps all yep, preseason and, and, and then with a gonna, brand new offense. Correct. And they're so when get he goes week, out and looks yep. like shit in week one, oh my god, everybody's going to be like, he sucks. No, it's not his fault. He doesn't know what he's doing. Right. So so I mean, what's the answer? So Jeremy brought it up that he, you don't think it's that far fetched for them to go two preseason and eighteen yeah. regular season or correct? zero preseason. I'd go zero preseason personally. I'll take that trade. I heard <laughs> on the radio today the owners and the new because they've started talking to the players about this new CBA that they are they are willing to swap out one preseason game for another wild card team. So 
they'll, you'll basically what they want in the playoffs for TV rights is games on Friday, games on Saturday, games on Sunday in the wild card weekend. So if you have two extra teams in each league, it's three games in each conference. Yeah, each so that, that that'll so that they're willing to get rid of the fourth preseason game to add that. It doesn't really add an extra week in the season. It just brings another team on wild card. Sure. To me, that sounds awesome. Could you I, imagine on a playoffs having see, I games had all heard, weekend? I hadn't heard that pitch. I'd be, I'd, I'd be willing to and listen to that. And it's after the college football season, but before the national championship games and stuff. Oh, so, interesting. We'll see. I'm sure it'll be completely uh, done away with <laughs> uh, in, the, in the talks, but that made a lot of sense to me. That does make sense. <laughs> it's and, surprising and, from this and guys league. like John Feinstein are poo-pooing it about the greed of owners. Is John Feinstein even Motherfucker, relevant? if you were an owner, you'd want to make money too. Feinstein should go write another book about golf that God, no one's going to read. he's such a pretentious asshole. Like he God. sits on some sort of mountaintop. If that guy was an owner, he'd be like, uh, let's, have, let's have seven wildcard teams. More money for me, right? What do you think, Jeremy? About Feinstein or about I don't know. <laughs> about anything? When you brought up Feinstein, you brought you're going to go five minutes. Face. You're going to go five minutes with great. a with a yeah. solo. Uh, well. <laughs> Your face when we when we said Feinstein, yeah. you just look so disgusted. Well, I, I like the guy. I just didn't want to talk about him at all. Anyway, now I I what Jerry said about the that I've heard a lot of different proposals along those lines, and I know what I want is way too extreme. I just the pre the preseason is absolutely useless. Get rid of the whole damn thing. Add two more weeks. Add another two buys if you have to. I don't give a shit. And then all of a sudden you push the season back all the way. So Super Bowl is President's Day weekend, and we get Monday off. Jeremy, commissioner. Jeremy I, commissioner. I loved I loved Jeremy's proposal last week. You can't play. We're going to have a 19-game season or something like that, but you can't play more than 16 games. 19 games, you play 16. <laughs> like if you're in it, you got to win to get in the playoffs, but you can't play Pat Mahomes. The well, fuck? You'd be asking for anarchy. People would be like well, it, rioting. Now, this would, of course, screw the skins, but you just have to plan better. It's not oh, the difficult. skins will screw themselves regardless oh, of what the rules are. The skins are. will be like, what, in a 19-game season? They'd be 3-16. and no, 16. What they'll, do is they'll sit out their starting quarterback week one and week two, and then they'll break his leg in week three. <laughs> so The only reason I die laughing is I can totally picture that scenario where Jay Gruden comes out, he's like, we got our game plan, and yeah. <laughs> just snap on yeah. the first play. Oh, what shit. do you mean he was hit by a hay barrel? <laughs> <laughs> where the hell did that come from? He was going to fall Speaking of, speaking of that, didn't Colt actually practice one of the first days and then roll his ankle going back to like the training table or something? Yeah, I think he was like uh, walking to the water cart or something. <laughs> I think he got kicked or something like that. Oh, it's so pathetic. Uh, Mr. Glass is his name, dude. Yeah, no shit. All right, so we're going to get into actual predictions for <clears throat> what we think our skins are going to do and then how the rest of that division is going to play out. So um, real quick, let's just go around how many wins for the skins and let's let's take out you know, all the other shit. If, if your scenario involves uh, Keenum getting hurt early, Haskins getting thrown to the Wolves, no Trent, fine. Build all that into your, into your win total. How do you think it's going to go down? When it's all said and done, we've talked about all the peripheral players and everything. How many wins? What about a meteor? <laughs> Decent chance. I am going to be optimistic and say six wins. Six? Six wings? Like for- six wings. Six, oh, Half six a dozen wins. wings. Half a dozen <laughs> wins. <laughs> Six wins. I, I think they're going to be the typical poo-poo, give us a little bit of hope at some point, eight and eight, 
garbage, so you have no idea what you actually want to do. At you the can't end of the steal my prediction, Jeremy. Okay, seven and nine. <laughs> no, no, eight and eight's perfect. I'm actually going. They're going to go five, ten, and one because <laughs> they're going to be that asshole team that that, that finds misses a, an extra point. Absolutely, point. they're going to miss an extra point. It's going to go to overtime, and then each team is going to trade missing field goals. It's going to be awful. <laughs> By the way, who is the new special teams coach? Because that guy blows. Have you uh, seen the special teams well, in the I first mean, two games? Yeah, but not, almost none of those guys have been on the field for those returns are going to be here. So I just can't care. Uh, either way, the I mean, defense looks solid. Snap the, snap the ball don't to the holder. Don't tackle anybody. I know. I know. <laughs> Jesus, snap the ball to the holder. I mean, you could do that. In- well, Sundberg just got his arm glued back on. Give him a break. <laughs> that is true. All right, so we've got six, eight, and five, ten, and one. I, I, I like the tie. I think that that's uh, so optimistic. Are we giving a Ravens prediction or are we going yeah, next week? Yeah, yeah. No, let, no, we'll go Ravens after uh, we, we wrap up the NFC. So who do you think comes out on top in that division? Philadelphia. By by landslide, right? Yeah. It, by two games. It has to be. I mean, obviously, you don't know with Wentz if, if Wentz goes I, down. I was going to say he's the games, big but. he's the big question mark. You know, I mean, if, if <clears throat> assuming for our purposes of conversation, right. everybody stays healthy. Sure. Philadelphia by two games. Yeah. I think Dallas is going to be. I think they're in down for a, for a bad year. I think they are destined for a an old school Redskins eight and eight season. Yeah, with with high expectations, and, no and then they're just going to struggle. And the know? Giants will be of the same level as the Skins. Come on, Saquon. I'm going eleven wins for Philly, eight for the Cowboys and Skins, and four for the Giants. I think the Giants are going to be better than the Skins. And I don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think the Giants will win five games. Uh, I think Dallas will win eight games, and I, I agree with I agree right. with Jeremy. Eleven games for Philly. Okay, that's fair. That's fair, and it's on tape, so we cannot we cannot retract. So what do you What Giants do you think about Philly? What do I think about Philly? I think it's all on Wentz. I think they win twelve games with Wentz. Twelve games. If, yeah. if 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 he goes the distance, I think they're a beast. I think they're twelve and four. I think they're one of the top two seeds in the NFC. You know, they're loaded. They got so many weapons on that team. Yeah, um, they do. But again, they're a play away from you know playing who's the backup again Is well it was Sudfeld, but he broke his wrist <laughs> that's right they got josh mccown oh your name's out of retirement know that wow okay. he was working at high building supply how can there be such a void <laughs> of decent backup quarterbacks in the nfl i mean you look around the league there aren't many good backups they're Cold really boy <laughs> yes uh backups on uh, more than one leg yeah um all right so ravens now what do we think for uh ravens win loss total 11 wins for the ravens oh that's strong wow. I just I have a tough time seeing what they're planning on doing being uber successful. I'm going to go nine. Yeah, I'm going I'm going nine and seven, but I think they make it in as one of the wild cards because I, I think it's going to be so competitive and bottled in there. Who do you think wins the division? Pittsburgh. Oh, they lost too much. They're so well run. I'm telling you, man. They have they have the consistency where it's most important. Their lines are consistent. Their D is not great. Their if, D is a bowl of crap. <laughs> it's a bowl of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bull craps. That's a football term. Change it up. <laughs> Steelers have. I mean, if you talk to these moron Steeler fans, are like, yeah, you know, we are these amazing. They suck, dude. Yeah. They're a bunch of pansies on defense. The biggest like, problem is that's exactly how they sound. I mean, I, I would like to say you're, you know, you shouldn't make fun of them, but you're being, you're being yeah. honest. I mean, I can't argue are with that. they watching the games? I know Roethlisberger will will throw five touchdowns and keep them in the game, right? But their defense blows. It's terrible. I, I, I can't imagine a Tomlin team having bad defenses this many years in a row. Oh, they I do. I, yeah. I, 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 third year in a row. I know. I think they're going to be better. I just do. 
Um, I don't think Cleveland is good enough yet. I think I think they're going to be dangerous. I think they're going to have a game or two where you go, oh man, I don't want to play those guys. And then there's going to be another game that they look like the bad news bears, you know. Um, so I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, Pittsburgh wins that division with ten or eleven wins. I mean, I, I think ten wins. I think it's going to be a very tight race. I think the Ravens go nine and seven, make it in as a wild card. Um, I think uh, Cleveland fucks up in the in the last couple of weeks and pisses one away and goes eight and eight and doesn't make it. And I think since he's going to struggle a little bit. I'm going to go Ravens eleven wins. I'm going to go uh, Cleveland nine wins. I'm going to go Pittsburgh goes eight and eight, and Cincinnati goes six or seven wins. That's fair. Yeah, that's pretty much where I am. Yeah, right on. All right, so let's take a quick break. Let's uh, catch our breath. Let's. Uh, Are we going to have a guest? We. I, I. I sincerely hope so. I sincerely hope so. I know I need another beer, and uh, we are going to turn our attention to the college level for football. And I'm fired up, baby. We will see you in just a few. And welcome back. After our little hiatus, we are back here on Wings, Beers, and Tears. Be sure to give us a follow on Google, on iTunes, on Spotify, all of your favorite mediums that you like to download your favorite podcasts. And ladies and gentlemen, drum roll, we have Not only a is this guest. Our, our first live guest. studio audience, we also have an esteemed guest. We do. We wouldn't do. go that far. And let's everybody give a warm wings, beers, and tears. Welcome to Mr. Mitch. Mitch. Hey. How y'all doing? Uh, this is a podcast. Is that right? That is correct, Mitch. Oh. And we are talking your favorite thing start. in the world. We are talking your Maryland Terps. Okay, got it. But yes. I was, and we are less than two weeks away from opening weekend. Um, it's probably going to be an interesting opening game <laughs> as we face off against the stout Howard Bison. <laughs> Didn't they beat UNLV last year? I think they did, actually. Um, Doesn't someone's brother, Cam, like Cam Newton's Cam brother, Newton's little brother plays it. Watch, watch him come out and have like five touchdown passes. Mitch, were you aware of this? <laughs> no. No, all I know is Howard's got a good band. <laughs> oh, yes, you're right. You're right. They, they absolutely do. He's now, not so. the best color commentary <laughs> commentator in the league for nothing. Nah, but it's uh, I'm, good, I, good job with that line boots. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, you know, a lifelong Terps fan. I I am abs- absolutely optimistic for a couple of reasons. Last year could not have been more of a dumpster fire in terms of everything that happened. You had True. the tragedy with McNair. You had the the university handling it so poorly. You had the. Um, uh, the fallout with the media, you had Durkin coming back and then getting fired, and there was the resentment between the regents and everybody else, and it was just a complete disaster. All that being said... Very Redskins-esque, actually. Yeah, it's a good call. With all that being said, they put together a decent product on the field because they do have talent in-house, and they didn't really lose a ton of talent, and they brought a lot in. So in college football, we talked last week about Alabama and Clemson, and what do they have? Oh, they got five stars in talent. Maryland's got a ton of talent. What do they do with it? I don't know. But I am optimistic because I think we have some parts and pieces that we haven't had before. Well, I'm optimistic as well. Again, same reasons as last year. Last year, when the, at this time, we were just like, what, what's going on? We were know, like, I hope we field a, a football team. team. Yeah, yeah. And this, this year I thought it was going to be like optimistic. necessary roughness. Now, <laughs> yeah. now, the tailgates are always Jason good. So that, that's what I'm always optimistic about. But I'm also optimistic about being on the field. It'll be fun. Yeah, unlike uh, normally you get a new coach. I mean, obviously there's an unknown there. He's coming back, Loxley is, but we'll see where he stands. But normally when you get a new coach, you're under a complete rebuild. Yes. Uh, and to Todd's point, that's not what we are under here. There is a lot. It should be a lot of talent. And with everything they went through last year to win uh, win those five games was uh, actually pretty impressive. Uh, for, for no, I agree. 
That, Ohio, give, that Ohio State game is what oh, I remember. Jesus. So that was, that was, that was, uh, that was painful. But that was painful. Fun. You know, it was an exciting game. Absolutely. So have they named a starting quarterback for Howard? They have or not. Howard game? They have technically not. The, the, the rumor mill says that it's Jackson's job to lose. Um, but that Pigram, who was there last year and, and knows the offense and knows knows what he's doing, a little bit more athletic and dynamic. Apparently, he's he's a very capable one A guy. And uh, Jeremy, how do you say the the kid from Louisiana's name? Lejean. Lejean. He's the he's the interesting wild card to me um, because as we've talked about it, in this day and age in college football, the red shirt is not nearly as important as it once was. I'd love to see him get some PT because apparently he's dynamic as hell. Well, even with a red shirt, he can play in four games. So that's right, a good call. Yeah. yeah, these new rules are weird. I they think are. I think yeah. last year uh, we stuck with um, heck. Who was the start? Yeah, Kasim Hill. Way too long. Uh, we would have won, I believe, at least one more game with Piggy at quarterback. Uh, Hill just hurt us too much. Mm-hmm. He was he just hurt us. I, I agree with that, and you know, I, I want to give a lot of credit though to Canada overall. I think he really held the team together and, and sort of put us where we are now. Um, and I think he was being loyal to Kasim and all he had done and said, you know what, I just want to keep stability. And I, I think that's why he went a game or two longer than, than he probably should have. I don't think Hill was ever right with his injury and unfortunately got hurt again. Piggy came in, played great. And, uh, you know, now it's unfortunate a little bit for him that Jackson's there now, but I do think he's won that job. I was going to say earned, but, you know, it's not that Piggy hasn't by any means, but I think he got beaten out by a little bit. But we're going to see both of them. I think they're both going to do well. Well, the fact that we're talking about Jackson, who was a two-year starter at Virginia Tech, Pigrome, who's played here for two years and played in the Big Ten. I mean, he's not. It's not like he's going to come out deer in headlights right. against anybody. And then you've got a four-star quarterback from Louisiana sitting on your bench. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. The the depth of talent pool that we have now is is unlike anything I've really seen in, in recent memory with Maryland. So I'm excited about that. But the offensive line is going to is going to be a big question mark, right? It is. It they is. But again, they have depth there. You know, it's well, just a matter have, of, if those guys were that good, they would have played last year, right? You well, have guys I mean, who can play. I mean, if they, if they were no, that they've good. Got, they, they've got three freshmen that are going to get legit time. That's I what know, I mean. but that's not necessarily a good thing but when I you're think, going up against you know, Michigan and their defensive line and Ohio State and their athletes, even though their defense wasn't that good last year. Um, I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of optimism. They may have good athletes, but without – I mean, they have a good running back. They don't have very good receivers. Josh Jackson's okay. Um, he's not like a world, you know, he's not the world's greatest quarterback. Otherwise, he wouldn't love Virginia Tech. But if you don't have an offensive line who can, especially if you have a good running back and no wide receiver, if you don't have an offensive line that can block in the Big Ten against teams that can score, mm-hmm. you might be a somewhat improved team, but your record may not show it. Okay, so that leads me into this. And we might be a completely uh, dynamic, completely different team than last year, so much better talent-wise, and we might only win four games. Because on the schedule currently are the following. Number five, Ohio State. Number seven, Michigan. Number 15, Penn State. Number 18, Michigan State. Number 22, Syracuse. Nice non-conference schedule, assholes. And number 24, Nebraska. So that is six top 25 preseason teams that we got to play. In fairness, that sucks. In fairness to the schedule makers, when they scheduled Syracuse, <laughs> yeah, they good sucked. Call. Yeah, right? good call. They, they, good they, call. They, you know, so they, Damn it. You know. I like Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska won, what, four games the last two years. I was looking at that last yep, night. Yeah, but now they're reloaded, apparently, so we'll see. But they're, they're one of the hype teams. Of course. You know, that's the name. It's like Notre sure. Dame and sure. Texas and all those teams we talked about. Well, optimistically, I think Penn State could be one of those teams, too. They had a huge drop-off from the last two years in terms of their talent pool. Yeah, but they recruit. But they do. I'm Quarter, sure it's quarterback. Too. Quarterbacks are a big question. Mark, it looks like he's an asshole. 
So, so getting real quick, uh, as a side note, I told you this before. You are welcome to my Penn State tickets. I'm going to be out of town with George that weekend for hockey. You, you're welcome to have them. If I had to sit in that stadium and watch James Franklin walk out into the field, I don't know how I would contain myself from going down and punching his ultimately punchable face. He's the biggest prick I think I've ever seen in my life, and I hate the man. I he hate was him. up here at I the Hornets' him. nest this year. Did I, did I text you when that was, when he was there? You did not. Yeah, I, he, I wish he was up there. To you see know what? I'm glad you didn't because I'm still here and not and not locked up. So yeah. you know, we walked He's, in and I was like, "Wow, it's James Franklin, or some giant, guy who looks like James Franklin." What a giant piece of shit he is. <laughs> That won't be a home game necessarily, Penn State. No, it will not be. <laughs> you have a bunch of hoovens in the stadium. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because what do they say? We expect, you know, Maryland's rolling it out there like it's a because it's a Friday night game, closing campus down for the day, parking lots open at three o'clock, and they're doing the whole, you know, we expect 50, you know, full 52,000 plus or whatever. And I'm thinking it's going to be a solid 25,000 white shirts in that stadium. <laughs> so the consensus of Maryland's offense is. Hope at quarterback. Certainly, Josh Jackson brings a lot of big game experience. He's not going to be overwhelmed by anything. Sure. Um, maybe some young, hopefully really talented wide receivers. Um, offensive line, same, young, unproven, but hopefully talented. And a really good running back. A mm-hmm. really, really good running back. Yeah. Is that fair to say? And they'll probably spread it out because I assume. And Jackson can run the ball. Which sets up perfectly. What do I always say? If I had a college offense, I would have a running quarterback and use a spread offense. Yep. No, no. You're you're 100 percent right. That's a a 28 point right uh, uh, night. It should be, you know, except maybe like against Michigan, Michigan State. What's their defense like, Mitchell? Hold on. Back to the offense real quick. One stud running back and uh, two or three really good running backs behind them. Their running back core is actually number three ranked in the whole Big Ten. It's really good. That's what that unit is ranked. They're they're studs, dude. Okay. So um, how does that that translate to the defense? Okay. So the defense I was super concerned about. And then I remembered Shaq Smith transferred from Clemson, and you slot him in at linebacker. Legit talent we didn't have before. Antoine Brooks is back, preseason All-Big Ten. Um, Keandre Jones, who's huge, huge. I completely forgot about him. Yep. Tino Ellis is projected to be a, an NFL corner. Um, so you've got four guys right there that, by the pundits, this is not me, this is them saying these are all NFL talent-level yes. guys. So we went from going, oh, my God, the cupboard's bare, to, wow, now you could ease the young athletic guys in. Well, also, I don't know any name. I'm terrible names, but also the Ohio State transfer. Um, that's Keandre Jones. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Andre Jones. Are, are yeah. they all eligible at this point? Well, yeah. Keandre yep. became okay. eligible about a week or two ago. Okay. That was the last one we were waiting on, and yes, they uh, they approved it. Yeah, when they said that when Jones and Shaq Smith got cleared to play, I mean the offense or the defense went from, all right, they're going to have to play smoke and mirrors football here too. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, this is legit. You know, they got some playmakers out there. So we'll see what happens. Again, you, you can't do much if you don't have the parts. Just because you have the parts doesn't mean you're going to be any good. So it, how does the synergy work? How does, how does the flow work? Who stays healthy? That, that goes into everything. We're not Alabama. We're not Clemson. No one is. You know, you don't have the, the, the backup. Well, Alabama and Clemson are. <laughs> well, Alabama's Alabama. Clemson's Clemson. Awesome. Come on, Jerry. I got it. Yeah. Thanks, Dabo. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Fucking Dabo Sweeney over here. We're all going to sing Kumbaya yeah. and have fun. <laughs> No, but you know those guys are the outliers for a reason. They're they're at the top of the mountain. That's fine, but then there's a whole lot of teams out there that you know they they have the depth. You have your Iowa's, your Illinois's, your Purdue's that are good good teams, and you know they 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 field a lot of really good athletes. But I like my chances with a team of athletes that we're going to roll out versus what we've had in the past. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit back to sort of where Mitch was going. He mentioned the running backs. I want to go back to the O-line. Part of the reason these guys weren't playing last year is three or four of the guys that were on that line last year are now in NFL camps. So they had talent yeah, there Jerry. last year. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> but what, what I am Jerry, worried, you're an asshole. Well, you are, but that's, that's, not the, that's not the point of this conversation. We could talk about that forever. But, and yes, I don't know if everybody heard that, but say, say that again. So say that one more time. Jackass. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. So, but unless I, yeah. it's done slurred, I'm okay. I, <laughs> unless it slurs, I'm leaving. I am worried about the young depth because there is depth, but it is young. But I, I'm not worried about the starters too much on that old line. All right. So, but it, but it looks Jerry's like, an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like to have a um, successful year, you have to win the following games. Yes. Howard, of course. Temple. And that's not easy. And that's right. what worries me. But continue. Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Purdue. Indiana. Not easy at all. Minnesota. Those are winnable, but there's no gimmies there, right? And then you have Other to, than Howard, hopefully. Then you have to win one or two of these games. Syracuse, mm-hmm. Penn State, Ugh. Michigan, Ohio State, Nebraska, Miss, Michigan State, and that's at Michigan State. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So I'm thinking of the six games that you said we have to win, I think we're going to drop one of those. And everybody's going to get their hopes down. But I think we're going to pick up a win against either a Syracuse. And like Mitch said, I'm not sold on Nebraska yet. Yeah, I know why would the, anybody be no, scared of them? I, right. I know they've reloaded, but that game is at home. I, I actually think, because the coach there's uh, Frost, Frost, right? Yeah. So he's doing a really good job. I, I, I like the way he's building everything. But we Beat him the last time we played him, didn't we? Yes, we did. Um, Piggy. In overtime. Um so I, I, I'm not sold on them yet, and, and they're late in the season, and they're at home. So, you know, I'm not going to write that one off yet. Do you think Maryland can become bowl eligible? Yes, I do. What about you, Mitch? Yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely doable. Uh, I really think these preseason rankings are, as usual, way overblown. Outside Agreed. of Ohio State and probably Michigan, I, I think the east of the division is not going to be as strong as what it's been in the last few years. Thank well God. said. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank God is right. Yeah. I do agree. I mean, it's, I, mean I, I don't like looking at the names on that schedule, but I do think instead of having four or five where it's just zero chance, it's, it's probably down to one or two, and I think we can still be competitive as we saw last season against Ohio State. Well, I was going to say that Ohio State game gives you hope against one of the teams that it looks like a pipe dream. Well, right? They played because against Texas is, was a good team, and they beat, yeah. they handled them. They definitely have skill. Yeah. You know, yeah. and Michigan State, uh, there was a couple of fluke plays right there in the fourth quarter. That was a one, that was a one score game going into the fourth quarter. Exactly. Yeah. And, and what point. I read about them a little bit, they got a great defense, but absolutely no offense. Is there mm-hmm. a more boring team to watch than Michigan State? There is Jesus. not. Nope. God bless their fans, though. So we went to that game. You you were with us a few years ago. Remember, we went to that game. It was a night game at Maryland. It was Michigan State at Maryland. Right. And there was right. all those Michigan State fans around us, and they were almost too polite. It was like the nicest people in the world. I was like. God bless you for coming. I'm sorry to be kicking your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we had we had a group that tailgated next to us last year, and they were extremely nice. Oh yeah, so. they're wonderful people. The nicest fans I've ever tailgated with is LSU fans. Probably it's because they knew they were going to kick the shit out of us, but they were just genuinely, "Hey, come over our tailgate," and I was like. Um, I'm apologizing in advance for when you guys come up to Morgantown. I was going to say because it's going to be it's going to be awful. No so let me ask be- this: Is the worst group of fans that you've tailgated with in Morgantown? <laughs> yeah, overblown. The worst group of fans is, is Virginia Tech fans. Those people suck. Okay, that's. I don't know if you heard the pod last week, Mitch. No. But, okay, you got you got to go back and listen. He has a wonderful been rant. on vacation. He has a wonderful rant regarding um, the fact that West Virginia is such an ill fit in the Big Twelve. 
and he would have hoped upon hope that they would have joined the ACC so that he could go to UVA and Virginia Tech. And he proceeded to, if you're listening out there, I'm pretty sure you bashed the shit out of Virginia Tech fans last oh, week. Oh, I fucking hate Virginia Tech. <laughs> I mean, I like, I like Virginia Tech fans individually. They're nice people. They're, they pay their taxes, and they're good people. I'm gonna ho- but collectively, they're a bunch of fucking morons. I'm going to go home and pray tonight that James Franklin is named the new head coach <laughs> of Virginia Tech. <laughs> That's actually not far from this. Virginia Tech's program has fallen off tremendously. I mean, I but I like Fuente. I think he's a good dude. I thought he was a good dude too, but they are a bowl of shit right now. I mean, they are they're all over the place. Well, in that's terms a bowl of, of just, shit around here. Right? Yeah, that's my yeah. new saying. Just it's an industry term. It's an industry term. Just because you're a good dude doesn't mean you can coach. No, good call. Good call. Yeah. Well, but apparently, you would, you would I, think programs like Virginia Tech. I mean, the ACC. It's kind of a – you can get wins there. You can get cheap wins there in that – like yeah. Syracuse. Syracuse got a lot of cheap wins. I mean, they beat West Virginia last year, but that's because Will Greer wasn't playing and all that stuff. You know, it wasn't – A couple years ago. Yeah, somewhere. it wasn't a real game. But it wasn't a real game. <laughs> no, I, I, if Will Greer didn't play, I didn't watch because it wasn't real. Is that like preseason? Not a real yeah. game. Exactly, but, exactly. But they'll get a lot of cheap wins. Um, but really, Florida State's down. Virginia yeah, they Tech, really are. Virginia Tech's yeah, down. you're right. Miami's down. Mm-hmm. Um, other than Clemson, who was going to win the uh, oh, they're going to they're I mean, going to they, win. It, well, you they, said they it last can play week. their backups and win the ACC. Absolutely. Well, you said it last week. Um, they're, they're opened up as what a thirty-six point favorite against uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech, who is not like I mean, that's a former national champion who had competence. That, that's a, that's a competent team who could mm-hmm. oh, absolutely on the field. Now they're incompetent. Hopefully not incontinent. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going to go. With Maybe this. <laughs> this is why Jeremy doesn't talk much. <laughs> now we're understanding. Well, I was going with the bull of crap theme. Maybe oh, no. I got it. A bowl of shit, not a bowl of crap. Cost like a man. Come on, dude. Uh, bowl of shit. So, Apologies. so that brings us to so in the Big Ten, your big dogs are definitely Ohio State and Michigan, right? I mean, going away, Absolutely. those two are far and away. Now, do either of those two even sniff the the college football playoff though? That maybe is the fourth team. See, and, and, and that's where... Oklahoma, same boat. And see, that's where I have a little bit of hope with Maryland to what Mitch was saying in that the East is not nearly as formidable as, as it was even last year or the years before. Um, and again, that's not to say that we're, you know, that guarantees us a win or two. Maybe we're even more competitive. But uh, you have to win at Purdue. You have to win at Minnesota. Or no, it's at Indiana. No, See, it's at Minnesota. Yeah, yeah at Minnesota and at Purdue are not easy games no, no, at all. No, there's no gimme. So, no. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Maryland won three games. It I wouldn't know. surprise me if they won seven games. See, and that's where I'm at. But I think the product on the field, regardless, is going to be so much better than what we've seen in the last few years. I that's sort of be a hope they sell. lose to Howard and have the podcast with you after that because you're, you're going to be like, yo, 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 welcome to Big Space. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I'll be cautiously optimistic about the next week. You know me. <laughs> Except if it's the Redskins. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I can't. They beat the Eagles, but well, it's all gonna fucking fall apart. Next Who week. cares? Eagles suck. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, sort of answer your question, Jerry. No, Michigan or Ohio State will not be in the playoff because they'll put Notre Dame in, so they can lose by forty. <laughs> I am definitely, uh, you know, voting for the meteor to hit uh, Notre Dame at some point. <laughs> the this Illuminati. Year. Oh, that's please, when my anything, that's when my theory comes anything. out about them. Uh, it, it will be a great day when Brian Kelly is no longer a coach in the NCAAs. That'll be great. He's not in jail. <laughs> but I tell, that is true. I'm looking at the schedule for Maryland, and it is tough. I mean, six ranked teams, and I, I know they're overblown. But that, so, you and, know. And, and so I've seen anywhere from 13 to 17th hardest schedule in the country. Right. I mean, it's well, hard to get bowl one. eligible. Well, but we played top five schedule last couple of years. Yeah, I think it was number yeah, one yeah. last year. It was the last year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, yeah so. this, I mean, anytime you're playing Michigan and Ohio State, I know. those name teams. I know. 
Because you know D'Antonio is going to have them at eight or nine wins. Sure. Eight even or nine, eight or nine even, points a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're going to win every game 10-6. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like a, a fumble recovery at the end, you know. <laughs> exactly. Some, some shit. It's like, Jesus. All right, so, so, you can, you, so you can nationally you can pencil in Clemson and Alabama and probably Georgia, right? It's got to be even money to, that those two will be in the, in the, in the playoff. There's right. almost no chance they're not. So you got those two. I, I, I would say Georgia's right behind them. Um, and then who's that fourth team that gets in? That's the real question mark. It's it's going to be the same way it's been. Yeah. Right. So right? it's going to be that coin flip between oh, Oklahoma, Ohio yeah. State, or Michigan, or West Virginia? No. West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they named their starter this. I was like, yeah, great. <laughs> Basically, Jeff sent me the 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 link. Oh, how's they, Jeff doing these? Yeah, they named. He's is like, he, is he optimistic as well? He sent me the link, and he goes, "Eh, I guess." <laughs> you know, that was basically what he said. Uh, does he still have his sweet seats though? The ones that? Oh you yeah. Hate. Do you yeah. get invited anymore? They actually, I don't. Yeah, I do get invited. Um, <laughs> I thought you said but, I don't. I was going to say yeah. No, surprised. no, I don't hate them anymore because West Virginia has finally put up the tr- okay. jumbotron okay. on the other, so you can actually see. Oh, nice. The replays. Have you ever sat, sat in Jeff's seats? No, but I know where they are. Okay, so he's in the suite level right there behind the end zone. I'm sitting there, I was like, dude, this is awesome. Place is packed. What a great atmosphere. And he's sitting there like looking so sour. He's like, I can't even tell how many yards they ran for. <laughs> look, look, I don't even know if they got a first down or not. I, I can't have no, shit. I have no <laughs> fucking idea how long they're running. That drives me crazy. In, end zone uh, view. If you're not used to it, yes, it's, it's very Well, difficult. you wouldn't know, dude. You sit next to freaking the offensive coordinator at Maryland. <laughs> that's how, that's <laughs> how I roll. That's how I roll. <laughs> that's how you roll, exactly. <laughs> in basketball season, you're calling fucking plays. <laughs> I love when oh, you had your floor seats in basketball. Okay, okay. When you had your floor seats yeah, in basketball, watching you and Phil was more entertaining than watching the game. It was so fantastic. <laughs> Phil, Phil didn't watch a game. Yeah, exactly. That's a good call. That's a good call. Phil was eye level with the uh, the palms. You know, good man. <laughs> to, to bring that back up, here are the here's the top ten, and obviously Clemson's going to be in the final four. Then you have look at all these. Uh, I mean, it's the same thing every year: Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Florida. In the top. How is Florida that high? Because they're Florida. Like, did they? Did they? They have a good defense, shitty offense, same same type of thing. Who's, who's the coach there? Isn't it still uh, uh, Mullen? No, uh, not Mullen. No, no, not is Mullen. it Muschamp? Muschamp. No, no, he's in South Carolina. Yeah, that's right. I thought they actually. You know, oh fuck! This is getting out of the rails. Keep going. What I'm saying is, is we're going to have the same old debate: is do we have a second team in the playoff from? the SEC, and they're going to say, look at who we play. Right. You know? Right. But then again, um, Georgia, I think, you know, the SEC West is kind of shitty. Yep. Where, like, all the, all the studs are in the SECs. But if you're Ohio State and Michigan, you are got to think that if you play at the end of the year and you're up there, when you win that game, that's going to be more impressive than Oklahoma beating anybody other than Texas. Because yeah. they're probably, you know, yeah. if, if Oklahoma's beating Well, you're West down Virginia. on Oklahoma. You, you've always said that they can put up 60 points a game, but they're not worthy of that. Right. You I'm know, down up. on them this year because I don't think Jalen Hurts is any good. The quarterback from Alabama that transferred there. Remember him? No, but when he, there was, he was a, just named the starter, I think, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. It is Mullen, I, by the way. It is Mullen? No shit. Yes. No wonder they're so fucking boring. That guy. Give him a dollar. That guy could take the fun out of Christmas. Yeah, he really could. Um, no, but it, it's funny. I agree with you on Hertz. But when there was that little hope, like dash of hope that he would come to Maryland, oh, I was definitely excited. Locksley oh, yeah, brought him to the yeah, basketball yeah, game, yeah. and I mean, he had it basically down to Maryland and Oklahoma. And you know, he might come out and 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 be amazing, right? 
But – and against the Big good. 12, Mitch could be quarterback and throw for like 500,000 yards, right? Hot. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he – I don't think he can throw. I think yeah. he I think he caused Alabama to to lose more games than they should have. Hmm. Because he never could make the throws. It was always painful, somewhat painful to watch. Yeah, he was a little painful to watch. But you know, shit. Maybe he comes out and lights it up. I just don't think he's that good. I don't think the I don't think the quarterback of Texas is that good. I don't think anybody in the Big Twelve is that good. Um Do they even play defense anymore? They don't. It's okay. all it's a bunch of like not allowed. Video. <laughs> play nine guys. And it's like Tech Mobile. <laughs> I am not sure what's going on in the Pac twelve, but I don't see any of those teams. Uh, nothing. I mean, there's Oregon at eleven. Okay. Well, Washington. Is Utah in the Pac twelve? Yes, they? I think so. Are they? Let's let's sound more like we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I, I this, don't know. this just goes to show that basically, aside from the top consensus two, and then the next grouping of four or five teams, it's just a muddled it's group. A muddle, and, it's a, and, but what, what's annoying is it's the same fucking teams every year, man. Agreed. It's Clemson, Alabama. It's going to be Clemson, Alabama again, barring any sort of major setback. And if it's not them, it's going to be Georgia or LSU, right? And then you're going to have Ohio State and their dumbass fans saying, we should do, you know, they're, they're going to, and Jim Harbaugh's going to lose to Ohio State again because that's what he does. I think college football preview is my favorite. You manage to alienate every fan base. It's awesome. <laughs> that's not true. I like Clemson. Yeah, you do. Right? Good call. And I like Alabama. I, I'm, ty- I'm tired of seeing them play. But it seems to me that if you play for a Clemson, you're loving your life. You're, if you play for Alabama, you're it's just like a boot trying camp. to get fucking through it. Yeah, no, it's like, a how many camp, Alabama man. fan? How many Alabama kids does the Skins draft, and they come and say this is, Alabama was so much harder than this? Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. John Allen, and I mean, they just can't. It's like <clears throat> camp to them. No, definitely, Bama's more the uh, you know iron fist. You know, it's ruled as a uh, you know an aristocracy, and Dabo's definitely like you know they're playing music and dancing and having a good time down there. You're right, though. I am really negative on a lot of college football. Like, <laughs> even I hate, his, even I his hate own Notre Dame. I hate Notre Dame. I hate well, their coach. That's He's that's a murderer. <laughs> I hate that guy, man. Yeah, Brian Kelly is one of the more unlikable. Douche. He's one of the more unlikable. He, he's people. the next coach of the Skins. I'm calling. Oh, him. Jesus Christ! Don't say that. Make the, make uh, an unlikable franchise even more unlikable. The worst part of that is it's not too far fetched. It's really not. It's Unless oh the, god, so he's no, the really worst. Fire Jay and hire what's the kid's name? Kevin something. O'Connell. Yeah, O'Connell. He's awesome. Um, I'm just looking at the top ten here and. Uh, everything Jerry said is pretty much right. Of course it is. Well, first time for everything. No, <laughs> every week Clemson, you Alabama, say yeah. They're right. there. I think a second SEC team is probable, and then it's just going to be between Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Michigan. That's Watch it. out for That's Texas A&M, because Jimbo did you, Fisher, did you what? Oh. that dude has brought some major athletes in. Boy, he left Florida State That's full, true. didn't he? <laughs> Dude, he robbed that cupboard when he left. Oh my God! I mean, it, Florida State was a disaster when he left. Who'd they get? Willie Taggart. Willie. Yeah, I feel and bad that for guy him. Sucked. Not his fault. I feel it's bad for that fault. guy, man. Ooh, that Jesus, that sucked. Boy, he stepped into you know into the lion's den, didn't he? You know how the mighty have fallen down there. So, I mean, I think West Virginia's got a pretty good chance of making the Final Four. In we're not the, if right, we make right, it to right, a in freak, women's soccer. In rifle, no, yeah, rifle, <laughs> rifle, rifle <laughs> reigning national champions, ten years running in rifle. No, I mean, if they, if they if they are bolt eligible, it's a it's a successful year. They're that they are that depleted. Take me home, <laughs> country road, jackass, jackass. Over under. How many times do you hear that song during a West Virginia game? Forty three. 
Including an hour before and an hour after at the tailgates. A hundred? hundred and fifty? Three. Oh, are you kidding me? Three. That's all he remembers. Yes, clearly. The same guy followed us all around with his little uh, guitar, and he was just stopping every five minutes, man. <laughs> You guys were complete assholes <laughs> up there. Dude, I saved your life, and I saved Hooven's career, okay? <laughs> you saved my life. I wasn't even there. Yeah, after I started the fight, run. You after already, I started the fight, I left. You had already turned tail. Turned tail, ran. Hit like a little girl <laughs> behind my mom. <laughs> I, I, I love when he came back. <laughs> Look at her. Jerry comes back later. He's like, what happened? What happened? What, what, what's going on? <laughs> I just saw Hooven's face was, was Mitch's color of red. I'm like, what happened? I, I started that? We're still talking to those people? I said my insult and left. <laughs> uh, typical West Virginia. No, so seriously, I know you're down on your program and everything. They cannot be that bad. They play in a shitty conference. Um, <clears throat> now, granted, JMU is not a gimme as a... They're going to lose. I don't know if they're going to lose, but it's not an easy game. JMU's got some serious talent. I mean, Oklahoma's good, right? right. Texas has athletes. Yeah, but isn't Texas. Kansas awful? Isn't yeah. TCU down? Well, they're they're about like West Virginia. Oklahoma State's about like West Virginia. Okay. Iowa State's pretty good. They are. They are much better. Right. They got so the between three. Ted. <laughs> right? always, always got to root for them for Ted. I but, can't think. Of, I can't think of the other teams. That shows you how much I hate them. <laughs> I, I think we're so bad. Three, between three and seven wins, just like Maryland. Yeah, I, I, I would. You know what? We said it right here. Both teams so find much. a way to go seven and five, yes. and they meet at some god awful bowl in the snow. Up We're in, in New York. Memphis. I want to be in no, Memphis. No, that would be cool. That would be San great. Francisco or Alaska or something. <laughs> oh, I remember when no, they went the old school like Independence Bowl, like in Shreveport, Louisiana. If you go, if you go in December to the Pinstripe Bowl, oh yeah, that's at Yankee Stadium, you have reached the hell of college football. That's awful. It is the worst. It is the worst. You're playing in the outfield of Yankee Stadium, and you know what? As a Maryland fan, I hope we get there, baby. I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's do this. And the uh, Maryland-West Virginia rivalry resumes next year, I believe. Is that right? I don't know. Does it? I, I think so. I wish they wouldn't year. play. I thought, yeah. Is it 21? Okay, good. Yeah, no, I thought it was a couple years away, but I know it's coming. I'm, I'm ready for it. It just resumes for a so year, right? It doesn't resume. Jerry again. And two. Home and home. Let me Why guess. are we going to Bird? No, no, you're probably not. We probably farmed it out to fucking <laughs> FedEx Field is what we did. <laughs> God, it's going to be horrible. That, like anytime they, I'm surprised Penn State. I know it's a conference game. I'm surprised they don't insist that you know it's played. Well, so we well, played them at M and T a couple years ago, and that was entertaining. Well, that's as well. where it used to be when yeah. I come up that and watch great. my dad. It would always be in Baltimore. That was great. I actually, I actually like that game there. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go to any game at Raven Stadium. I will. I've never gone to a game at FedEx. Exactly. Even if it's Maryland, I refuse to go down there. Mitch, you are so wise. Oh, it yes. is. It is a hellhole. I went to the West Virginia Virginia Tech game. Oh, that's right. You couldn't get in. The st- it took two hours to get in the stadium once you're at the stadium. The, the PG County cops were just looking around. They weren't doing any traffic because they weren't getting paid. They just sat there. It's, it's literally <laughs> the worst urban planned stadium in the history of, of, of the world. It is awful. awful. Just awful. It's probably worse than that. <laughs> it probably is. Uh, so anyway, so, you know, you know let's, let's, you know, wrap this up with optimism for our teams. You know, college football is a crapshoot every year. It's all about health. It's all about schedule. And it's how good all of these, you know, preseason ranked teams end up being down the road in in 8, 10, 12 weeks. Maybe the Ohio State varsity missed the bus to the stadium and they had to play a bunch of freshmen. That would be tremendous. Or maybe they're like facing sanctions by then. Who the hell knows? I know Meyer's gone. 
Seemed like a decent guy, but how? Who knows decent how he guy. left that place? Decent guy, guy's an asshole. <laughs> He's a decent asshole. Guy's a jackass. Chalk this up to another fan base that he has alienated. No, yes, I, yes. Yeah. I, I, Wait, which one though? He doesn't have a fan base. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah, true. You know, I, I don't know why. I, it's not like I feel this way about many NFL teams. I mean, I don't like Pittsburgh just because I like their fans. But it's not like I'm like. It's not like I'm Buffalo. Fuck those guys. Buffalo's a bunch of assholes, right? Yeah, because they're irrelevant. I just I, maybe it's envy because I just have so much disappointment that I just <laughs> you know like if you've been divorced five times how you hate married people right right anybody anybody ah, fantastic I, I analogy had, I haven't even had five dates in my life so. <laughs> uh, it's because like, you don't try that's uh, true. the truth serum is flowing so <laughs> no but seriously that would be something if Maryland West Virginia found themselves in some middling bowl. And uh, <clears throat> like ten thousand people showed up. That would be incredible. Oh, it was, nobody, oh, from one. nobody from West Virginia travels to bowl games anymore. It's it, really it, it used to you be, guys used to be trailers? one of the very proud, it used to friend, be. Uh, you know, uh, followings. Absolutely, they don't go anywhere now. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. So it's not like the old days, the Gator Bowl. Yeah, Scott like O'Brien bro- broke your there. heart. <laughs> I left it the third quarter. Were you so pissed <laughs> off? Oh, I, I, yeah, I was. I was calling Delta or whatever the airline we're flying. Give me that fucking plane. I don't know how many. <laughs> right times, in the middle of the game. I don't know how many times I heard "fuck you, Merlin," and then we heard nothing after the game. Man, that was like twenty five years ago. Good oh, job, it guys. was not that long ago. Let's talk about the Steve Slayton. <laughs> Steve Tudor. Steve Tudor. <laughs> no, no, let's talk no, about Steve Slayton. Oh, from West Virginia. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's go way back, yeah. Yeah, I would. I, I remember I walked over to the Maryland section, and Mitch was just like this. <laughs> hey, Boats. <laughs> what are you looking at me? It was 28 so nothing in the first quarter. Uh, was that the game when we went up? Is that the same, the yeah, same when, game? Yeah, Slayton yeah, yeah. and Pat White and all those guys were there, and it was like 28 nothing. and it was Freegens like last year. Yeah, do you know what the final score was? 28-17. Nice fucking team you guys had. Nah, it, wasn't. It, it was twenty eight seventeen. Was no. the final? No, come on. I, bl- I, believe there was, I believe there was a comeback. It was thirty one seventeen then. Nope. Yep. Uh oh, money's coming out. Yep. He's already lost. I mean, yeah, I lost a fucking dollar. <laughs> yeah, he said Joe Theismann was a Hall of Fame. <laughs> he is the College Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> when he was Joe Theismann, isn't the Joe Theismann Hall of Fame? He's in his own. Uh, he's in his own Hall of yeah. Fame. That's for damn sure. All right. Well, yeah. Before we sign off for yeah. the week, I, I need I need this final score. All right, I'm trying to. Like 38. So, do y'all do remotes or no? We can. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at this. Look at this. Look at this high tech setup. Right? This can go anywhere. You know where this would work really well would be on the cruise. Hey, we we have we have talked about, about this because they have the sports bar on the cruise. It would be lovely if we set this up ahead of time and said, "Gents, we have a we have a podcast. We would love to, you know, record one evening on the cruise ship and have a uh, you know have a live studio audience of our three thousand favorite favorite people around us. I'm sure they'll do anything for a fee." Oh, we're talking to cruise line we here. Paid a fee. Yeah. Well, you, you <laughs> get they no, love you, us, Mitch. You get nothing for free. Mitch, they love us. We'll have to pick it up. I'm, I can't remember the year. You suck. The cruise actually you owes suck. us anyway. Because you We came up with the awesome idea for having fireworks on the private island. So they already owe us like a Agreed. whole upgraded podcasting room. Royalties are coming our way. There's fireworks. Yeah. Oh, the late late night. Didn't uh, know. Late night stays now. At Coco K. Oh, are we there late night? Hashtag Royal Caribbean. I don't think it's so. December, so it'll be dark at like West six. Virginia in 2006 is, I think, because the 2007 game was at Maryland. That guy, that was close. That was, that was close. close. It wasn't 2006. It wasn't because that was 45. I want to say it was like four. I it was more like nine or ten or something. I, I think it was it was uh, 08. Well, Look up 08. All right. Well, uh, uh, well Slayton. It was Slayton. Slayton. Well, that was 2007. Oh, 
Now, we're talking about the game that we all went to when I was with you guys in Morgantown. And, and Maryland was getting blown out at the half. And then we came back because I, I remember... We, we might not be talking about the same game that I was talking about yeah. with Mitch. because that That's was, that was that, I think that was the 45-24. I just know game. we were down 28 nothing at half. And we're I down was, big right in there. And I was like, oh, this is awful. And then we came out and he hit a bomb. And we twenty eight seven hit another bomb. It was twenty eight fourteen, and then I remember he threw it to Tory Smith in the back of the end zone, and the sun got in his eyes, and he dropped it, and we were like, "Damn it!" And we kicked a that's field a goal. Diff- that's a different year, but I remember that. Yeah. that was yeah. that yeah. might have been more like two thousand ten, if especially yes, I, I, end yes. of his career. I, I agree. I that was two thousand eight because that was the year that we uh, we had George's birthday party. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was either 08 or ten. It was one of the two. Either way. That game was awful at half, and then it ended up being, I, I, like I said, I think it was 28-17 was the final, maybe 31-17. And we left the stadium, and they were like, oh, you guys suck. And I was like, uh, for a half we did. I was like, second half wasn't, wasn't so bad. And by the way, we get to go back home. You get to stay here. <laughs> yeah, but we've seen where Jeremy lives. I'd rather live in a trailer. <laughs> you, you've seen Jeremy's house? No, actually, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Bite your tongue, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm seeing a 31-17 in 2010. That was it. That was it, 31-17. Well, that's not that close. Oh, fuck Jesus it. Jesus Christ, give me that fucking dollar, dude. You're Jesus the worst Jesus Christ. We only lost by like a point and a half. Rip the dollar in half. I literally said you were up 28 nothing, and the final score was either 28-17. Well, first 28, of all, I wasn't talking about that year. Of course not. You, didn't, you don't remember anything. I was talking about Steve Slayton. Well, whatever. Let's say this fucking podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, Mitch. Never come back. Thanks. Don't come back every and this week. is what happens with passionate college football. It always ends in a bloodbath. Next week, beautiful Holly is giving us the Ravens preview. Excellent. Now, is nice. this a... Uh, in a bikini. <laughs> in, a, in a Guns N' Roses bikini. All really right. Help the pod. I mean, it helps us, back. So, just to clarify, Holly will be yeah. doing the preview, and Jerry will be in the Guns N' Roses bikini. Just... Okay, that nobody wants to see that. <laughs> I disagree. Either way, I'm coming as a live. Uh, that'll do it for this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Join us next week for Wings, Beers, and Tears for some more football talk. And we are going to preview some more uh, hockey preseason because it's almost here. The cup. Almost here, as well as uh, how the Nats are uh, starting to distance themselves as the wild card leader. For themselves, right? Good job, Jeremy. (laughs) We will will see you guys next week. Peace. Thank you, fans. Thank you, Mitch. See you.